It's a passion of mine to inspire and encourage others to achieve their God-given greatness. I hope to share a fresh and energetic perspective of life with you because everybody needs a little Jesus, joy, and Jen in their day. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Life by Jamar. And I am, this is Jennifer Martinez, by the way, and I'm super excited to have my guest on today because I've been trying to get her on for at least six months. I'm, I started this podcast like nine months ago and then I was like, hey, you need to come on my podcast. And she's like, yeah, I want to. And then it just never happened because we're both extremely busy, but, um, but she's a champion of the heart big time. She's an athlete. She's an incredible person to everyone that she gets to have contact with. She's an incredible trainer. And um, I guess without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and just invite her on because she's on the line already. And her name is Gina Valles. We met on Instagram. Say hi. Hi. Oh, good. You're there. After all that, you know how many times I've done intros and had to redo them because I dropped (laughs) someone or (laughs) this has been quite the challenge, let me tell you. Um, But anyways, uh, you know, that was that. That intro didn't even do you justice because you have an incredible spirit to you and you just spit stuff out onto Instagram. That's how I met you um, with your workouts. And that's just such a small part of who you are. Um, I love your workouts, by the way. But it's, Thank you. <laughs> but I wanted to have you on because I wanted you to share your story because you have a unique story. And I think that people see you on, you know, maybe a social media platform and get an idea of who you are, but they have no idea the struggles and the things you've been through and how you got to where you are today um, and the fights you're still struggling with. Right. So, Absolutely. so why don't you start with how, I mean, I think it, you know, if you, if you don't mind, can we start with like back when you were in high school, like an athlete and kind of where you, how you got to where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. Let's do it. All right. So yeah, my name is Gina Vales. I am 30 years old and I live in South Windsor, Connecticut. By the way, it is negative two degrees here right now. So, see, um, there, pretty cool. <laughs> that's freezing, and it's Texas. And I just got through working out a client in my garage, and it's only like sixty something. <laughs> oh my god, I would kill for that. <laughs> it might be, it might be fifty nine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I live in South Windsor, Connecticut. Uh, like I said, I'm thirty. I own a gym here, and it's Gina's Total Fitness, and we run group fitness classes and personal training here. Um, so yeah, going back, um, Mm. to when I was even, you know, a small kid, you know, I was always into sports. I was always the girl playing with all the boys at recess and like all the baseball, like I played every sport with the boys possible. Um, so I was always into fitness and sports at such a young age. Um, I think I did like my first pull up when I was like four years old. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I still have like the record in elementary school, I think, for like 30, and I beat all the boys. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so it's always been like part of my life, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I went to, I actually, I went to boarding school when I was 14 years old. Hmm. Um, and it was still in Connecticut, about 30 minutes from, you know, my hometown where my family lived. But, um, that was, a that was a pretty tough experience going off when you're 14 years old, like on your own, you know, um, not yeah. knowing what to expect. Um, and I think it, it definitely grounded me and made me the person, you know, who I am today, you know, independent, but that was, that was a real struggle. Um, 
in lots of ways as well, you know, not having, you know, parents around and you being on your own. Um, well, you start your period very... and everything during that time too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <know>. mean, <laughs> but it's like crazy. Your parents like drop you off at age 14. They're like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is actually kind of crazy. It I is. can't even imagine. And, yeah. And so that was, uh, that was, it was definitely hard for me. I, I mean, I loved it because, you know, I was, a, you had to play three sports. So I was a three sport athlete there. I played soccer, lacrosse, and ice hockey. Um, Sweet. So, yeah. Um, so athletics always came pretty natural for me. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But the classroom did not. Mm-hmm. I was honestly the worst student ever. Um, I, had I can really- relate. I had a really, really, really tough time, and I almost didn't even make it through high school. Um, I was, you know, I had a lot of learning disabilities, and I just could not retain information. And, um, you know, no matter what the school did for me, it was just, it was very, very hard. And even though I was, like, trying, you know, mm-hmm. my focus, like, my fo- I have ADD, too. So yeah. my focus was just all over the place. And I was just kind of one of those students that just wanted to play sports. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, you only but, felt uh, normal when you're on the field or yes, court. Got exactly. it. Exactly. Like, totally that's where you. I felt free. And that's where, I like, I felt me. And it was hard being, you know, a top athlete, but then not being able to excel in the classroom. Um, you beat yourself up. Yeah. And it really, it, now that I look back and, you know, I've gone through things in my life, I realized that had a huge impact Mm -hmm. on a lot of the stuff I went through, um, throughout my life. So, um, and that's like in high school. So starting really in boarding school, I was bullied a ton, like really bad, um, by a lot of, you know, the girls there. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, at the time you're so young, you don't really know what's going on. So, um, you know, I just kind of kept everything to myself and, you know, all these girls or whatnot were kept bullying me and bullying me. And I just kind of kept everything to myself and just played my sports. And I'm actually a really, I'm really introverted. Um, a lot of people think I'm extroverted, like in my gym, I'm extroverted, obviously, but I'm a really introverted person. I'm a very, um, I can be really actually shy um, and like timid, but so I really have always kept a lot to myself. So, well, I'm proud of you for coming on here then, because that's a lot, that's hard. I mean, cause let me, let me just speak to that real quick. When you are a trainer and you're in your element, you don't think of it as teaching a class or being nervous or anything like that. It's funny how like that just comes so natural to us, but whenever it comes to like talking on a stage or getting on a phone call or getting on a podcast or sharing something about yourself, you're just like, ah, so isn't that funny? But because people see us and they go, well, you just taught like 30 people, you know, in a boot camp, and you're telling me you can't get on stage. I'm like, yeah, because I know my fitness, but I don't, yeah, because what turns in what ends up happening is you just, um, you're so the, the pat your passion is that fitness. And so you don't even think of it as something that is, um, I don't know. I, it's hard to explain to put into words, but yeah, no, I, I know you're saying like, it's not as, um, it's anxious. not as, yeah, yeah. You're more anxious and it's not as natural to come out. So, yeah, but so definitely anyways, like but... public speaking and high school, all that stuff. Like I, it, I was like, I always dreaded it. Like mm-hmm. it was just awful. Um, so I had a lot of, a lot of hard times in high school. And then, um, I think just from, you know, the bullying and 
all that, I re- I really, at the age of, I think it was 15, I was 16, I developed anorexia. Mm, okay. So, yeah, so I was, uh, I was probably like 90 pounds, and I'm small on, like, I'm small anyways, but, um, and you I don't. could control it, that's why. Yeah, it was yeah. a control thing, you know, and. Um, totally get it. And so I just, I don't even, like, you look back and you're like, why did that happen? Like, why did I just stop eating, you know? And I just remember, like, you know, my coaches were like, you can't play if you don't start eating. So Mm -hmm. I started eating because, you know, sports are, like, my life (laughs) back then. So Thank God um, for your coaches saying that because some coaches don't pick up on that. And yeah, it could be really, your heart just stops because if you don't have nourishment in your body, yeah, you know, it's a mineral thing too, you know? It is. It's true. And, um. So, you know, I started doing that, started eating, you know, still playing sports and I was still the top athlete doing horrible in school. And at the, it was probably like my junior, senior year. That's when I started actually having binging problem. So, um, I went from the anorexic to the, yes, exactly. Extreme Mm -hmm. to extreme. And then with all the sports. Um, so, and it was such a young age, so it was just so much that happened in four years of my life that I really actually kept a lot to myself. And I mm-hmm. didn't, cause you don't want to, you're, you don't want to tell anyone those things. Exactly. Yeah. It's a weakness. And, um, so, you know, that the whole eating disorder that continued through college and I went to Roanoke college, um, down in Virginia, I played lacrosse and, uh, soccer. I played two sports in college mm. and, um, you know, I had, D1 scholarships for ice hockey and all these colleges up here, but I wanted to do the two sport athlete thing and Mm -hmm. exercise science. I was going, you know, obviously for that, for my degree, but so I went to college and I still really struggled with the, um, academics and I Mm -hmm. really struggled with the eating and, um, it was, it was not good. Um, I actually, I went down to college my first year and I actually left college in two Mm -hmm. months. So I went all the way back here, went home. I remember I called my dad crying one day. I'm like, you need to come pick me up. Um, You know, I I dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I just told him like, something bad's going to happen if you don't come here. He got in his car, he drove 12 hours, picked me up at school and he brought me home. Yeah. So, you know, that was, I was only, so I was 18 when that happened and, um, you know, I got the help I needed and I was still always, you know, kind of, you know, that year I kind of took off, kind of focused on me and I was still like running and working out, but it was like so over excessive. So everything was like very over the top, like whether Mm -hmm. it was the eating or the, um, the exercising and you know you're so young you're you're like you don't understand back then like why this is happening you know do you think um now looking back do you think because um I kind of dealt with this a little bit and in a different way in a different format with my daughter and I've learned a lot from it Mm -hmm. um because she she too you know was a college athlete and um do you feel like that if you had had like counseling before leaving and really had a grip on what the the issues were that you were dealing with that you would have been able to manage better? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I, I agree too. And it's not, I, I think that's it, missing. I kept it all to myself. Like I, like yeah. my parents didn't really know, like they, I always kept everything in, you know? Yeah. Um, so 
that's not their fault entirely, you know? So mm-hmm. No, I know. Um, I get it because I was the parent that that's why I'm writing the book I'm writing because yeah. people don't understand. They don't get it. And so, uh, sometimes you don't understand why you have to live through something. Yeah. And you usually have to live through it so you can help someone else. It's not so have true, to. though. It's so yeah. true. So, yeah, I came back home um, and then I decided to go back and it was like a struggle getting, letting my dad, like asking my dad to let me go back to that same school. Um, but I was like, I want to go back. I want to go back. You know, I'm better. I want to do this. You know, mm-hmm. I promised my lacrosse and soccer coach I would go there. So, um, so I went back Sweet. and, um, it, I started to get better. Um, things were getting better, but I do remember my, like my academics were just like, just awful. Those were still bad. I was still getting, you know, um, if I needed extra time or something like Mm -hmm. teachers would still give it to me and whatnot. And then, um, you know, but I was still always like, I had a lot of pressure on me with athletics. Like I was always, you know, the top athlete. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot of pressure, like a lot of pressure and, um, in, in a good way also, because I like that with Mm -hmm. fitness, you know, but it was just so much pressure in the athletics and then so much pressure with the academics. And I yep. just, it was very hard to balance and juggle. So, um, very common. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was actually my junior year of college that I actually, I, I got, I failed out of school. Wow. So, and this is like a miracle. Um, this is pretty <laughs> crazy. So I, uh, failed out. And it's not that I didn't go to class or anything. I, I like tried. Like it's just yeah. I just I was not a good student at all. And I did not retain like anything. I understand. So um I uh went up I went against the committee because, you know, I wanted to try to get back in because, you know, I had learning disability and all that. So I remember sitting down with like ten of them in the committee and uh, you know, said whatever I needed to say and it was totally up to their decision like it was an appeal mm-hmm. and uh they let me back in I was the first person and and ever to, that they let back in but you asked though and you you d- you took the steps to to fight yeah. for it and yeah. so most people just you know what they do they end up beating themselves up and they they just say well it's just not for me and give up you didn't give up and that's something we'll get to excuse yeah. me we'll get to more as the story goes on yeah yeah so you know that was, that's like a miracle so I, I finished school. I remember my last like year, I like, I mean, I did really well. I really f- tried to focus on my athletics and, you know, I stopped, you know, going out and partying with the wrong crew and all that. And mm-hmm. I just, I had to, um, I had to let go of a lot of people I was hanging around because mm. they were, I was just, I'm such a, like, I'm a fun person and stuff. And I was just so young and so naive. You, you know? wanted to be liked. Yeah, exactly. I know. I get it. And um, I was just like, senior year, I mean, I just, I just stopped everything. I focused on like school, you know, focused on myself and I did How really well. You? So I was, let's see. Tw- so that last year I would have been 20 or 21. Okay. See so yeah. that, that's usually when that uh, happens. And that's why I think sometimes depending on when your birthday is and when you start college. And if you're an athlete, it really does make a difference on um, just the cognitive side of things. Yeah, (laughs) Um, absolutely. You know, um, that's actually kind of common that it's like, oh, okay, for some reason, like hormones are balanced, you know, everything's ready, you know, and then boom, you're able to like, what I couldn't do that like six months ago, (laughs) you know? Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty crazy. But it is. 
the entire time since I was like 14, I really have dealt with depression and anxiety and I still do till this day, but you know, now I, I've learned how to cope with it and stuff, right. obviously. But back then you're so young, you're, you just, you don't know, you're just reckless, you know? So, yeah, I know. um, so yeah, I uh, graduated, um, from Moreno college with my degree in exercise science and, um, actually I was a three-time All-American lacrosse player and I decided I wanted to try out for Team USA. Um, so I tried out for Team USA and this is actually one of the, a big lesson that I went hmm. through that I learned a lot from, um, and it has to just do with like overtraining and fitness. So mm-hmm. it's really, um, grounded me in this way. So it was, I was the only division three player to make it to the final round of team USA tryouts. And I was like, you know, when you're in that, you're like, I'm going to be in the best shape ever. I'm going to work my ass off. Like, right. so I mean, I trained hard, too hard though. Right. So to the point where I had plantar fasciitis so bad, I couldn't even walk. Mm-hmm. So it was like the final tryout and I tried to play lacrosse like two days before and I couldn't walk, and I called my coach just bawling. I'm like, I, I can't. I got, like, two cortisone shots in my foot. Like, the doctors are trying to do everything they could for me. And I remember my dad saying this to me before the trial. He goes, you're going to overtrain if you keep running and you keep doing all that. Mm-hmm. You're going to overtrain. I'm like, no, I won't, you know. So I couldn't mm. go to the final tryout and because I called the committee, and they were like, Gina, look this is going to be the hardest week of your life. So if you can't even walk, how are you going so right. to, I had to give up my spot for that. And that was a really, that was one of my like dreams. So, right. um, I was very heartbroken and, uh, you know, to this day, I just remember like, I like that put me in a bad depression, you know, after college, you know, yeah, you don't, you don't you, want sports to end the identity issue. Identity. Yeah. yeah. Big yep. time. So See that like, a lot. Yeah. So that's something after college, I really, so I kind of got back into a bad depression because your identity, you're like, who am I without who am sports? I now? Yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I know. And it's, it's so true. It happens to so many athletes. And, um, I, that was one of, that was a bad time. So I have a lot of like ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and but, downs. But that's what you had to go through those things to have the empathy that you have now. And I think that's what makes you the great trainer that you are. You yeah. can't um, be on top all the time and learn anything. No, you, you have can't. to go through crap. You do. And yeah. it's unfortunate the one, the crap that you've had to go through, but you yeah. know, and everybody's battle is different, but it, it prepares you for that next level. Like you wouldn't be where you're at in your business and in your training if you didn't go through those things, unfortunately. No, it's so, it's so true. And like now I can look back and kind of like, you know, smile about it, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, it was a rough ride. Like it was brutal. And I was only, you know, 21 years old before all this stuff happened. So, mm-hmm. Um, I understand. So, yeah, I ended up coaching a year. Um, I was assistant lacrosse coach down um, at my school. So and then after that, you know, I was I was deciding, do I want to get into coaching or do I want to get into fitness? And, you know, I coached for a year and it just wasn't for me. I was just like, you know, I want to, you know, fitness is my thing, you know. So um, I moved back home to my hometown um, and I kind of just. I didn't get right into it. I kind of just like 
felt it out for a couple of months, just kind of <laughs> chilled at home and like, was like, what the hell am I going to do? And then I almost moved to California for lacrosse and I was just so confused and oh, all my friends were getting jobs and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> so, um, so I just decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to open up my gym. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's weird. It's not like, it wasn't really a plan. It was just like, I'm doing this. Right. <laughs> that kind of thing and like I I remember like getting like how I got my first clients like I went out on the street where my my gym is and I handed out free water bottles with free classes with cards I go here you go every walker that walked by you get a free class you get a free session you get a free this and I was doing that for like weeks no joke like (laughs) and that and still to this day I have one of those clients still till this day that's awesome yeah. And, uh, you know, at first it's hard. It's like, oh my God, like I only have one client right now. Like, how am I going to like live off one client? <laughs> and then it's like, okay, I have two. And then you have three. And then it's like, all right, you, you just start teaching yourself. Like I didn't really have, like, I pretty much taught myself a lot, like right. almost everything. And thanks, um, thanks, thanks to YouTube. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you so, know like, how to do I, it. Look it up on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I, I was never good in the classroom, but I'm smart, like, street smart, kind of, mm-hmm. you know? No, and, I get it. Um, so, you know, I just started my business, and it just grew year after year, and I was definitely, I mean, I was 24 when I started, 23. That's awesome. So, um, I love that yeah. you didn't let, um, that you didn't let self-talk, like, keep you from moving forward. You know, a lot of people... Well, I yeah. struggled with it myself, struggled in school big time. And, you know, you're not smart enough to do that is what I would always tell myself. It's like, I wouldn't tell that to someone else. Why am I telling that to myself? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, uh, but you know, you can, but I do, I'm glad I went through the struggles I went through because I have the empathy that I have now and the compassion for people that I have. Cause people who don't understand that they don't, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, it's, you can't explain it. You have to, you have to go through it. <laughs> it's you so know? true. And, you know, looking back, like, I think about like I was in a really dark place from age literally 14 to 21 like it was dark and you know I if I didn't go through that I don't know if I would be here today where I am so right um it definitely you know it's just everyone has a different path and you know you just have to embrace it like like I till this day I'm a very huge advocate on always working on yourself not to be like Mm -hmm. you know not to be perfect because there's no such thing. Right. Just everyone can approve, improve themselves a little bit each day. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. So, That's why you listen to podcasts. That's why you listen to Lewis Howell. <laughs> I know, right? So, um, yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, but me and him have a lot in common. So that's why I always, uh, his podcast, you know, really triggered me at first. Um, so. Help getting you in a different perspective for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah, I get it why like I said it's why I'm writing that book it's it'll be out like in 2030 by the the rate I'm going but it's you know parents don't know how to always coach their kids through stuff they want to mm-hmm. save them from it and yes. um when I when I was living through this nightmare with my daughter with in college when she was playing college volleyball and we were dealing with similar stuff but just on it just was different it wasn't like mm-hmm. the same struggles yeah. um, she didn't struggle at all in the classroom she was the opposite but with that with that sense she didn't get it from me honey trust me um <laughs> trust me the kid's like super duper smart I'm like what 
how'd that happen? But anyways, um, and, and so it was more of the identity thing. Like, this is all I know. I, this is, I don't know what else, like when she had to step away from it, she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't, she literally went through the, you know, depression and all that. And she's, and she was always a happy kid. She never under, and so I know looking back now, if I can write a book that can tell that story and, and give people keys on what to do so that their kid doesn't have to go through the depths that mine went through. I mean, that's just huge. Like, it's okay for kids to struggle. I'm not saying I'm going to tell them to to save them. But if you can, one thing we're going to do with my son that we didn't do with my daughter that you and I just just now talked about is I'm going to get him to counseling before he goes away. Um, Yeah, because they're important. There's things they won't tell us as parents that they'll tell someone else that they can manage that will come out in a huge way um, when they're playing, you know, with the demands that are on them, like to be an athlete there's so much demands on you, especially when you're a top athlete. Yeah. Um, you, Cause you have the pressure of your own self and then you have the pressure of your teammates and you have the pressure of the coaches. Then you have the, you know, the pressure of the crowd and, the, and your yeah. family. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot to manage. And if you have stuff you're going through, you, you do it and you just say, I can't come get mm-hmm. me dad. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so, you know, coping mechanisms. I wish, you know, yes. I had better resources back then rather than, you know, leaving school or going out and going, getting drunk and all right. that, you know what I mean? So yep. um, that's exactly right. And, yeah. and I think it makes you a better coach now um, oh, yeah. with your, with your athletes. Cause you can see it. Like I I've noticed that when I get to coach a kid that's going to be going into college or trying to get into college and I'm like, okay, this is not about the physical stuff. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go through some of this emotional stuff first, you know, that's yeah, the, so that's true, the side that, that makes it, um, that's the side that I enjoy the most about what we get to do, you know? Yeah. Um, There's so, just so much pressure, I feel like, on, um, you know, just as growing up, you know, we have so much pressure with the sports. We have so much pressure with the athletics. And it's not even, like, from pressure from just parents, but, like you said, the pressure we put on ourselves, mm, you know? It's worse. And then yeah. we got social media. Exactly. In the mix. Right? I mean, true. my daughter actually literally had to quit getting on it when she was yeah. going through that stuff because she saw her friends doing the things that she was doing. And she was like, I can't do this anymore. I know their life is not perfect. And I, my mind tells me that this is not real, but I can't, it's, it's hurting me, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's just crazy how we, <laughs> the things we go through, but listen, you went through all that. You got your gym, you're, you're a successful trainer. You're, you know, you're moving and grooving and then bam, what happens? Bam. What happens? I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, a few things happened there, but we can go right into this because um, it wasn't, you know, as a business or, you know, me personally, you know, I was getting better, healthier, growing, you know, through the yeah. depression, anxiety, you know, I've went through some bad relationships and, you know, then you start feeling good. You start, um, you know, feeling like you figured everything out and then <laughs> boom, you get sick with <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, really, Lyme disease? I mean, come on, Gina. Can you come up with something better? That's awful. Right? Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I know we're laughing about it, guys, but, like, it's miserable, awful, awful, awful. If you don't know what Lyme disease is, it's literally so debilitating. You can't function at times. It's, yeah. And people people don't understand that. They don't understand an autoimmune disorder at, to where you're, like, fine one minute and the next minute you can't get yourself off the couch. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. So it all went down to, let's see, it's 2019. So it was 2017. It was a summer. Yeah. 2017. I think summer. that's when we met. 
yeah it was right around then and um I woke up one morning and I had night or I had night sweats the night before really bad night sweats chills um really sick just thought I had like the flu it was like Mm -hmm. in the summer kind of and I was like all right something and it was like it was like a Saturday Sunday and I'm like I have to work on Saturday I'm like I have to go and I just remember not feel like it was just not like a weird sickness. I've never really been that like sick before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, it's probably just the flu. Just go home, rest. I went home. I literally slept for like 14 hours straight. Um, and next morning, you know, I got up and still didn't feel good. And um, next day I woke up, you know, still having a ton of symptoms. And, um, and then I was like going back in my head, like, what the heck like what like what something's not right here so 30 days prior to that actually um I was walking my dog Winston in the in, mm. you know at the park or whatever and I get into the car after a walk I find two ticks on me on my neck Ugh. right so I I got them off and you know it's just ticks everywhere here it's really it's they're everywhere <laughs> and um so <laughs> like four or five days later I was like I took a shower. I showered before that, but <laughs> I yeah. took a shower and I was like brushing my hair and I'm like, what, like, why do I have a scab on my neck? I'm like, what is this? And it wouldn't come off. And I'm like, so I like, and I pulled it off and it was a tick. Oh man. And it was still mo- like, it was alive. Oh, <laughs> like, it oh, was still going. And I was like, I've never, I didn't know anything about Lyme, even though it's so huge here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so I'm like, what? I I think I'm gonna just go to the walking because I don't really know what to do. Like, if I get bit by that thing, you know. So, um, I went to the walk-in. She's like, this, this, uh, you know, the nurse there was like, you just take this one pill, and you know, I think you'll be okay, but it depends how long it was on you, and if you feel sick in 30 days, you know, you might have it. Blah blah. So they literally just give you a pill and say, go. <laughs> wow. So, and is it like so, a hormone or not a hormone? I'm sorry. No, it's um, a doxycycline. A steroid? Yeah, uh, it's doxycycline, so it's an antibiotic. Oh, antibiotic. Okay. But it's this protocol, I guess, and I I didn't know anything about this, so I took the one pill, and I'm like, okay, I'm fine. So, but it, when I got that day, I woke up and I like the flu. That was literally a month later, like literally a month later. So, and it doesn't like, make sense to give someone an antibiotic when their immune system nope. is under. Oh, yeah. I don't get that. Okay, but go ahead. So, um. So I started getting, you know, and I'm like, all right, something's not right. I really need to go to the doctor. You know, I mean, I was having stomach issues um, to the point where I couldn't even think. I was waking up in the middle of the night not knowing where I was. Um, Bloody noses. I couldn't breathe. My body hurt. Um, I couldn't, like, it was just, I thought I I thought I was dying. I seriously said to my dad, I think I'm dying. Mm -hmm. Like, it was that bad. So, you know, I went to doctor after doctor after doctor and I told them about the tick they're like no you don't have Lyme that's not that's not a symptom of Lyme Mm -hmm. you know your tests are coming out negative blah 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 and so this went on for one year I remember one year I went to so I got let's see colonoscopy I got I went to rheumatologist I I went to endo I went to gynecologist I went to probably eight doctor specialists and none of them they said they found my liver enzymes were very elevated. Some of my stuff, you know, was not right, but they said I did not have Lyme. And I was like, no, I'm like, I, I just feel it. I know I have Lyme disease. I just, I know it It just makes sense, you know? So I called 
a Lyme specialist myself. So all these doctors were mm-hmm. not, they literally were like, I don't know, like nothing's really wrong. Like, I mean, your liver enzymes are really elevated and, you know, you have an infection somewhere, but I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um, so I was literally Crazy. running a business. Like I remember I would be teaching a class and I'd be like literally on the wall teaching a class like Mm -hmm. skin yellow as hell everyone's like Gina go home something like go home and I'm like I was like guys I gotta close my gym for a week I'm so sick I can't do it so um that Mm. was very very hard yeah Um, I bet and because I was like well ones if you know like if am I dying like I'm gonna have to close my gym I'm gonna lose my business you know my clients are gonna leave if I close obviously so I, I remember all this too. I remember the messaging and stuff like that. And you're just like, I just, I can't even get out of bed. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was an experience. I hope, you know, I know a lot of people go through it. I just really wish no one has to ever go through something like that because it makes, it does make you feel like hopeless, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like they're like, I, I've never felt so even with my like depression and anxiety, I think this was different. And because I really had no, you can't move, you can't do anything. You can't think it takes over your body. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the thinking part is the hardest, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. The cognitive stuff for mm-hmm. sure. But so we're going to help you with the CBD oil. <laughs> I know I'm excited. I'm excited. I know me too. No, really I am. I mean, I hate I, that is not a plug y'all. I'm serious. Like uh, we're going to try and help you with that kind of stuff. Cause I've been doing, I actually um, watched a couple of videos yesterday of, of a doctor saying the reason why is it regenerates cell growth in your brain too. I'm like, okay, we got to <laughs> get, we got to get Gina on this. Cause I mean, seriously, you've been through yeah. hell and back, you know? Yeah. And actually a lot of, uh, Lyme specialists and doctors they actually do recommend the CBD with like overall pain and all that so yeah um, definitely we'll hook excited. you up definitely excited to try that yeah so, but go ahead I'm so sorry no you're good so yeah I you know I closed my gym for a week um and then I was like well I gotta start I gotta work you know and I just mm-hmm. I worked through going doctor to doctor to doctor um and then I, I actually, I had to move out of my condo, um, cause I was so sick. My, my parents were like, if something happens to you, you're all alone. I had to move back home at the age of 30. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, and I'm still there. It's just been, a, it's been a long road. So, and I'm so grateful that they took me in, you know, um, I remember you messaging, um, and saying, I, I have to move home. And I was yeah. just like, wow. <laughs> but you yeah. know what though here's the thing if whoever's listening to this and, and is struggling at the, the time you you have you have to do what you have to do to make it through yeah. and you, you can't beat yourself up because and make and feel like a like you're a failure you have to you have to take care of your health I mean if, it, if you hear anything from Gina's story it, it's you have to do that right I mean health what would you by far if you don't have your health, you really don't have health and family. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have those two things, like it, like what's the point of even, you know, it's, right. it's so important. We take, we take it, we do take it for granted, you know, Absolutely. um, 
So, yeah, and I think that's something I've, I've really, I've always been a very grateful person, but through this whole experience, I'm like beyond grateful now. Like every day mm-hmm. I wake up and I'm just like, I'm so thankful to be alive. Right. You know? So, you know, if all you guys are listening to this right now, um, you know, every day I do this, I wake up, I write three things I'm grateful for. And, you know, it has really helped me just be more grateful than I was before. And just how know, you manage and, it. Yeah. And just, you know, life is truly a gift. And, you know, every day, you know, if you can help people day to day, like that's a gift as well. So, yes, definitely. I think you help, you help yourself by helping others yeah. for sure. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now that can really relate. So where are you at with all this now? Like what, two years later now? Yeah. So, so in May would be one year of full treatment, Wow. but it was pretty much two years of, um, just not feeling good. (laughs) Yeah. So pretty much. Okay. So what impresses me about you, I mean, there's so many things, but one of the things I want to bring up is, okay, you own a gym you've been sick and you have the most amazing clients. Cause you know, they like me. So I like them and <laughs> they do. They love you. <laughs> no, I'm going to visit your gym someday and they're, we're going to have so much, so much fun. Oh my gosh. We're going to have so much fun. But that's beside the point. The whole, what I wanted to talk about is on top of your posts that you post, cause we met on Instagram y'all. I know I mentioned that earlier, but she posts really amazing workouts and right up my alley, like the kind of stuff that I love. And you're doing that, you're running, you know, you're running your classes and you're trying to take care of your health. And then, then you're like, Hey, guess what? I got a program. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, can you overachieve any more? And so when you did that, I was like, now you really have to come on the show and talk about, because to me that, um, it's, it's not the program. It, I mean, I know what the work that goes into a program. Don't, don't get me wrong. I understand you put blood, sweat and tears into it, but someone who can execute all those things and then develop that and, and put it out there. That's impressive, man. That's seriously a champion. Like, so tell me what it like, what is about, what, how do you tell us about your program? First of all, why don't you yeah, do that? So, um, so my online training program, so I launched that a couple of months ago. Um, Right now we're doing a 12-week challenge, but you get five workouts every single week. Um, You'll always have a new workout. You'll never have the same workout. Um, And there's nutrition guidelines and um, there's exercise banks. And because I want people to understand the terminology of fitness and why I'm using this. Um, I write the sets, the descriptions. I put them on the video and I put them below the video as well. So they actually get a video of me performing the workout and then they get the descriptions too and these workouts are so I talk about metabolic conditioning a lot and Mm -hmm. hit workouts high intensity interval training so even at my gym here at Gina Soul Fitness that's the type of training I do so the whole overall goal of every single workout is to find your inner athlete really yeah Um, I believe everyone's an athlete. You don't have to play a sport to be an athlete. Does that make sense? Yep, totally. So we all have that. We all can have that athletic mindset. And my, all my workouts are, you can modify, you know, person to person to person. Um, There's lots of bands. There's lots of balls. There's dumbbells. There's kettlebells. So there's definitely a lot of functional movement in it, you know, and then I'll whip out, you know, if here and there barbells and whatnot. But it's pretty much, you know, for someone that, wants to get moving, but wants to challenge themselves too, and bring that inner athlete out. And I talk about 
finding your why. So that's kind of like my tagline, find your mm-hmm. why. Um, and, and sometimes I go back, I'm like, I should have said create your why, because <laughs> I believe in, you got to create your why to find your why. So um, I talk about that. And that's just a huge part of my program. And hmm. once, yeah, so once you get into this program, I really, you know, have my community focus on that. You know, why, why are you, why did you sign up for this program? Why, why are you in this exercise right now working hard? So how do you interact? Like, how does that work? Like, if yeah. I was, yeah. So, um, just, you know, social media is obviously awesome these mm-hmm. days. So, um, and then we do have like a community, um, I hit the wrong button on the Facebook, so I have to wait a few months because <laughs> if you do it as closed or something as private, you have to like wait until like, really, yeah, you have to wait. So, um, we do it. We do have a Facebook group, but Gina hit the wrong button, so we're still waiting for it to oh, wow. work there. Yeah. So, so, do you have a group like on on Instagram yeah. then, or okay. yep? So, and then also on my program, um, if you go to ginavales.com, my website, you can just there's a messenger button right there on oh, my website. Boom, very cool. so easy. Every time you send a message, I get that right to my phone. So really, yeah. So I can literally like answer your question like if I get it right away in like five seconds. So. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a great community. Um, I f- feel like I hear a lot like, you know, wow, that really challenged me, but I feel so great. Like, mm. and I love, I just love that. And I love seeing a lot of these, you know, women and men like tag themselves. They make videos of these workouts and stuff. And it's, it's not even about the workout. It's just, it's, it's the feelings that they get. Yeah. Yes. The exactly. empowerment. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I had one um, person the other day saying, I now get it. I now am finding my why. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, it just like gave me chills when I like, saw that. And because, you know, to someone that's life changing. It, it really is. And that's kind of why you, like you said before, like I'm doing all these things and stuff. And yeah, sometimes I'm like, how the hell do I do this? <laughs> um, I don't have kids though. And I, you know, so, <laughs> so no kids, but, um, you yeah, know, I think, you know, after just being sick and just in general, like my goal is I do want to help as many people as I can. Yeah, that's So, obvious. you know, there's just so many people that can come to my gym if you only live around. Right. There's so many more people I can reach from afar. So I think just, you know, if anyone wants to get into, you know, starting a program or starting a business, you have to believe that you can change, like change people. You can believe, not change people, but, you know, change for the better. You have to believe that you can better um, other people. You have to believe that, you know, you can make a difference. Believe it's, it's all mental. You just said it over and over again in a different way, because that's what I've always said. It's not ever about the workout. No, it's the stuff that happens during the workout, after the workout, before that workout. And it's actually like, I had just a moment today with one of my clients where it was just like tears and just like, okay, there it is. That is why you're struggling with this. And they're just like, how you know and I'm like that's just how it works and yeah. so that's your next level honey let's exactly. go exactly you know? like you know and you, like you just saw it you know mm-hmm. you know I have you know I do personal training you know how many people have cried in the session you oh know? all so. the time we're we're freaking um <laughs> uh what we're, we're, we're uh oh, what do they call those people that that you go to for um counseling I guess a counselor therapist 
therapist. therapist. We're yeah. a freaking therapist, man. The T is not for training. It's yeah. for therapy. So, I know, right? <laughs> we, are, we are therapists. Um, I love it, too. In our way. I know. It really is my – it's it's why I started my podcast. It's why, you know, I'm writing a book. It's That's my heart and soul. I mean, when you can affect somebody on that level and teach them things that change their life forever, like forever. I mean, yeah. I have clients from 15, 20 years ago that still are like, hey, you know, the other day I was dealing with this thing and I remember you would always say da, da, da. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, like, that's so crazy, you know, and it, it helped me get through this thing. And it had nothing to do with working out, you know? Yeah. I know. So if fun. there's something, just the more you, the more you give, even if you can't expect, you can't, mm-hmm. I think ex- having expectations um, is Ruined. Yeah. Yeah. It ruins the um, present of giving. So, you know, yeah. You know, everyone, you know, listening out there, like when you truly give because you want to give, your life absolutely changes. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's something I believe in and, you know, giving and trying to change is, or not change, but help as many people as I can. And look, I'm not going to help everyone in the world. You know, there's so many of us that can do that. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think there's, I think you have a ministry that's being, um, that's developing and it's, it's only going to continue to get better because you have that, you have your tribe, you know, you, what do they say? Your vibe attracts your tribe or whatever. Um, you're going to, the people that need to connect to you are going to connect to you. And then they're going to connect with you on a whole nother level. Now that you've, you know, stepped outside of your comfort zone and coming on the podcast. Now you've got your story out there too. And, you know, so here's the, um, with your, with your, um, program, sorry, I go off on tangents sometimes how do um are you doing it how do people sign up for it or like where do they go i know yeah, you mentioned so it i have my own website it's a uh, com, and it is a subscription so it's a month-to-month base oh cool yeah so it's 29.99 for you know pretty much five ten like 20 workouts for a month wow that's and cheap. um yeah and you get a ton of nutrition guidelines um and just how to make healthier choices. And, you know, it's really nutrition for exercise and health. Right. So, so it's um, not like meal plans. No, no, Okay, no. good. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't believe in meal plans. Same, sister. I don't so, believe them either. They're, they're, I, they don't work. They don't work. Do they work for, like, bodybuilding contests? Yes. Yes. They, you know. Yep. But for someone that just wants to make. The average you know, person? No. Yes. So that, you know, and I don't. Anyone that believes in them, you know, that's awesome if you believe in them. Well, it's they just, work for you. Yeah, but majority of yeah. people, it does not. I mean, we, you and I, I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm a lot older than you, but it yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> it worked when I was going through my, my fitness competition. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. was a different demand and a different time and what I needed to get through to get to that next stage, you know, exactly. not to literally get to the stage. Um, now on stage. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's so cool you did that, by the way, Jen. I guess it is. I don't know. I mean, I think it is good that I did it. I would never do it again, and I'm I'm glad I did it because it yeah. taught me a lot yeah. about myself. But it it was um, it for me it wasn't healthy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. I like, hear that a lot. Yeah. From bodybuilders there, and or physique or whatever. Yeah. There's some people that really, really you know can do it and 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 be healthy in it. I I'm too. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm too, it, I, it's too, it took over too much of it. There, God wasn't in it and I need God in my life. <laughs> That's yeah, just how I know. roll. 
and I, it was just to that gut. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, okay, yeah, I gotta, I gotta let this go because this is, this is not healthy for me, you know, cause I can yeah. be a little obsessive on things and yeah. you, you kind of have to be to get to that level. Oh <laughs> yeah, you do. And well, that's why I said it's pretty awesome because I do believe that, you know, physique or bodybuilders, when they like they put their mind to it it's mindset right there uh-huh. so like when you get to, like if you can do that like that does say something about your determination and your mindset and stuff and I think that's pretty you know that's pretty because you're starting hard. literally it's, every day yeah and that's that's look that's hard to do isn't and it's probably not healthy but <laughs> uh, <laughs> well you're eating a ton but you're starving because you're starving yeah. your body of sugars that you need Yes, and exactly. it's a miserable feeling. And, and I, I remember drooling, that was <laughs> drooling over cutting an apple for my kids. And I was like, oh okay, God. that's, and that, that was the beginning of the end of me going, this is not okay. Yeah. You know? Um, and then of course, you know, when you're doing protein at that level, it's just not good for the digestive system. And my yeah. son was like, mom, your farts are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. I know. And I was like, I was like, I know, and I can't help it. It's awful. I was I like, just... that's so funny. That was like me because I just tried to like bulk for four months. I'm like, oh. I can't. I can't do this protein. It's oh. Killing my oh my gosh, it's just not normal. It's like, okay, that's not. That should never come out of a person. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're getting a little too real, but I mean, it's no. just the reality of the situation. That's so funny, though. Digestive <laughs> <laughs> enzymes to the rescue. No, I'm going to listen. You know, this we're recording this today on a Tuesday, but I won't be able to get this out for another day or two. Um, but I'm going to in the show notes, uh, Gina, I'm going to be putting all the ways to contact you and, and you know, for people to be able to look into your program a little more. And then you're, you're, you've got two Instagram accounts, don't you? Yeah. So I have the genus total fitness underscore CT. That's my business. And then I have, well, you knew my, my Instagrams got deleted <laughs> like last year. Do you remember that? I, I, I didn't know what, I, not your personal one though, right? Yeah. They both oh. did. Yeah. Was it last year that that happened? Wow. Yeah, it seemed last, like it. It was last October. Oh, Wow. Yeah, just both deleted. I had to start all the way from nothing. That's <laughs> so, so insane. I know, but and you know, you've it is what built it, is. it pretty big. I mean, like, what? It, where yeah, are you at now? Was, How many followers do you have? The last time I remember is like forty something. But holy cow! Yeah, and I'm it's like just pretty not cool. even at eight. <laughs> yeah, you're almost at ten, Jen. You can do it, girl. It's just pretty uh, cool seeing that like organically grow. Like yes. that's just really, it's really cool. So and there is a difference because we both know of people that have not done it that yeah. way. And yes. to me, um, it almost hurts in the long run because it doesn't, it's, it's a false, like, I don't know. Um, since when you actually do have something that you come out with, it, it hits yeah. you pretty hard. I've seen that happen, um, yeah. for a couple of people, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's everyone's, you know, decision, what they want to do with, you know, I don't judge honey. Instagram, you know, and like, For, you know, it, it, they're at one point, you know, it was like, you know, that kind of people are working so hard and they're doing organically, you know, and then you, mm-hmm. you have these other people who are, you know, buying, but you know what, you got to just worry, you know, do what you do, be you and just stay on your path. Exactly. I'm totally fine with with being where I'm at. <laughs> You're Jen, we're doing it. 10K because all I I'm want you to decent. get is a swipe up option or swipe up thing for your Seriously, podcast. Seriously. That's you need it. Your podcast. 
I only want swipe up. So y'all just, just share, 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 share. I need swipe up. <laughs> it's all about the swipe up. If you it don't is. know what we're talking about, because some people that are podcast listeners may not know about social media and what you can do on there. There's, there's this part of social media guys where that we're talking about where you can, I like to, Gina and I both like to do stories and we like to share a lot of things that go on throughout our day. And, um, when you, when you have a, it, it's, it's different than a post. And so you, on those stories, once you get past 10,000 followers, um, Instagram lets you do a swipe up so I can go on there and say, Hey, I just finished a podcast and what swipe up and it'll take you to the link, which is so convenient. Um, so that's what she's talking about. If you don't know what that means, cause we're, we're nerding out over here, you know, I know that's like I forget the only sometimes. thing I really, honestly, it was like, I don't care about 10,000 followers. I'm just, I just want to swipe up. That's no. not funny. That's exactly my attitude. And you know, a, a friend of mine said to me the other day, and she's a good friend of, you know her too, but I'll, I'll keep her off this. And, and yeah. she's just like, um, she, she was like, I was looking at your stuff and I was like, oh, there's no way she doesn't have 10,000 followers. And I, and I, and I said, and she said the same about herself. She's like, you know, I don't understand. I'll see someone else that does this, that, and the other. And I said, you know what? I said, the difference is we don't care about, they're not a number. Yeah, we would do exactly. this if we had one person. Cause that's what it means. That's what matters. If you're helping one, at least one, one person. person. Exactly. So we take care of who we have, not yeah. Always trying to get more. And she was like, Oh my gosh, thank you for saying that. Because we, you can get sometimes like, well, how come I'm not there? You know, exactly. it's so weird, it's, especially people like you and me, cause we're super competitive. I mean, come on, <laughs> like we're super, I am, I'm super competitive. I'm like, it's my husband called me. Um, we went to, we did a mud run together like several years ago and I went, I did it with his, um, police force. They're like, they needed someone extra. And it was like, a, this was before like mud runs were cool. So yeah. this was when the kids were little. So it's like almost 10 years ago. And um, he was like, you know, you turn into the mud Nazi. You know, I was like, come on. Like people had rocks in their shoes and I, they're stopping. I'm like, we can't stop. Carry them. You know? <laughs> we're going to win. Uh, you know, that's so funny. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just, you know, it just kicks in by accident sometimes, you know, yeah. and then I, I have to apologize a lot when I get in that mode. That's the athlete in you, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. But anyways, you know what, Gina? I appreciate you, and I just want to encourage you to just to continue to stick to being an advocate for people's health. Um, and when something works, to, be get, to get that out there, because there are people that are hurting. There are people that are struggling, and they don't know what to do. And um, so leave us with a few thoughts for what you think are some of the most helpful things that you've that you can tell someone who's maybe dealing with Lyme disease right now and trying to manage? Yeah. So, um, honestly, what, you know, one thing that's really helped me is living more in the moment. So being mm. more, being more present because we can think about how sick we are and that can make us depressed mm. or we can think about, you know, the future and all these things we want to accomplish, but we can't accomplish them because we're sick and that's just going to make us, you know, anxious. So, I think just you got to you got to take it day by day, hour mm. by hour, minute by minute. It that's wow. the type of disease it is. And you know, you're going to have good days and bad days, but you know what? On the good days it's going to feel really good. So, that's good. Just live in the moment, be more present um, you know, with people around you and just in general. Is um, there groups? Is there any kind yeah, of like there support is. groups? Yep, okay. so there's support groups, there's community groups. Um I'm actually trying to 
do something with this Lyme affiliation here. It's not really affiliation, but, you know, like a organization. Okay. But um, just because I would love to, like, you know, ever speak and all that stuff because I've learned so much about this disease. So, Well, let um, me know when you do that. I'd like to be a part yeah. of that. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, and you know what, and that advice is for honestly anyone, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, just being more present um, every day with yourself and the people around you, for sure. Amen to that. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to have bad days. Oh, that's so good. We try to put on this perfect, like a lot of people, like we're always on, on Instagram Mm -hmm. and people don't get to really see that, you know, people at my gym get to see that more because they know if I'm, you know, not feeling so hot today or whatnot. Right. But, um, it's okay to, it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay not to be on all the time. Um, I think that can take away a lot of stress too. Um, anxiety they say that anxiety is directly related to trying to to to, trying to like impress people that don't care (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and it's always the people closest to you for some reason (laughs) oh man yeah so those would probably be my you know that's good advice advice that's great advice and you're always open I know you're I know you get back to people when they message you um, you're an advocate for, you know, helping people. So, you know, y'all don't be afraid to reach out just when you see her numbers and think, Oh, you know, she'll, she'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, if I usually I'll do it either at the end of the work day, you know, cause my days are kind of weird. Oh yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, if you know, follow me on Instagram or even Facebook or my, you know, my emails on my, uh, you can send me at Gina school fitness email, um, shoot me a DM, anything, you know, if you're going through any type of disease or, you know, mental illness, depression, anxiety, anything, you know, um, yeah. I would love to, you know, I love connecting with people on that That's, level. It's all about connecting. Yeah, absolutely. And you have definitely, um, grown a lot over the last two years in that. Yeah. It's a yeah. growing, it, it's time for some, it's time for some peace right now. You know, you've been through it enough, is. you know, you're it's on the true. other end of it let's 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 just keep coasting up this hill now <laughs> let's just Hopefully. like there might know. be a few bumps but you know what I'm okay with that <laughs> yeah exactly hey listen you got on the podcast after six months of trying oh to... my god right? <laughs> <laughs> I See, felt so bad we make it work we make yeah. it work you know what though I can relate only because I've of what I, I've grown up in and my mom owning health stores and dealing with people with autoimmune disorders I yeah. get it I've seen it. I understand it. Some people don't understand it. You know, they don't. Yeah. Well, you look fine. Well, okay. If it was based on looks. <laughs> yeah. Like you, or you, you don't look sick. And I'm like, oh, what? That's like, the worst. what does that mean? <laughs> that's the worst. Um, but anyways, we'll leave it on that. We've been talking for an hour. This is one of the longer ones I've ever had, but it's been so really? good. And it, yeah, I usually yeah, I try and keep around forever. 30. Even though I'm but, an introvert, I can talk. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I appreciate you so much. And I know that this is going to help so many people. So you'll be back on and I'll put all your stuff in the show notes, but let's go ahead and just say bye for now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jen, for having me on this and you know, everyone out there, I hope you guys you know, every day, wake up with a positive mindset and kill your day. That's right. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye.